0: You might have had a time when you ask your child, who you know is fully capable of uh, dealing with this request, um, you ask them to do something, uh, a chore, and they say, I don't want to, or I don't have to. We've had this uh, occur with our kids, everything from small, little, clear the table to do your homework. I remember one time one of my kids was in like sixth or seventh grade, I said, you've got to do this homework. And these eyes come looking at me saying, no, I don't. I thought, oh, <laughs> they're right. I don't. They don't have to do the homework. I mean, so uh, parenting can present such wonderful opportunities uh, to stimulate your prayer life and to learn how to be more like Jesus. That's why we're here today. That's what this podcast is all about. Um, and I'm being sort of serious about that. We want to take the high road in our parenting, and that's why we're talking to Dr. Danny Huerta today. Uh, he heads up our parenting team, their guides, their trusted guides in this journey, Danny, um, because you're one of those trusted guys, it means you never had any sort of issue with your kids and chores no. or responsibility. No, it never
1: happens in the work the So home. this is absolutely. a friend. You're yeah, yeah, it's a, friend. It's a yeah. friend out there. It's absolutely. I mean, the reality is healthy conflict is so helpful for the home, and here's where healthy conflict can come in. Your child refuses to do something, and I've had that. Where uh, I remember Alex telling me, no, I really, I really don't want to do that. It wasn't in defiance. He didn't want to do it. He was just being honest. And with I you. said, "Well, you need to do it. This is something that you're gonna to have to do um, now, and <laughs> we're, we're gonna be here together while you get this done."
0: Did you ever have to play the nuclear option card? That's where like you'll do it because the consequences are so so out of the realm of uh, equivalent. Yeah, they're going to disincentivize you. And John, this.
1: I wouldn't. Whenever I work with a family with a strong-willed child, my I have full compassion. I've seen that. We have not had that in our home. We've had kids that have been uh, pretty loving and compliant that way. Their personality is not a firm, strong leader type personality. Neither one. My daughter has hints of that, but not to to the extent that some families need to deal with. And when you have a leader child say no, absolutely not, and you have the stubbornness. That is a tough intersection for parents, and it, it doesn't always end very well because they're triggering back and forth. And I think the, the ones that, that the, what's been helpful for us are the resets that we've had to put along the way, where we've had to say, hey, you know, that was not a good response. It wasn't a healthy response for what we're trying to do. The house is ours. It's not just your mom and I's house. It's our house. We need to maintain this together And when there's disobedience or you're saying no uh we have to deal with that because that's a heart thing the rest of the thing is behavior and all that but i need to figure out the heart what are we disconnected what's going on between us where you would say no to something that i've asked you to do or have reminded you to get done Mm -hmm. and relationship is key to being able to navigate these things well and if you're stuck with a strong-willed child that's a different story
0: that's a different podcast, because today we're going to hear from Kay Wyma, and uh, she's a mom talking about some of the more normal times in parenting as she's had to work through uh, responsibility and um, know with her own kids.
2: Here's Kay talking with Jim Daly. Let's go back to that question, though, of good enough. I mean, when you have a child, let's say they're capable, 12, 13, and they're missing a lot of that. Um, accuracy, (laughs) cleaning the bathroom, for example, (laughs) if you want to use that one. Everything's clean but the sink and maybe the toilet. And you're going, okay, this has to get done. And they don't like doing it. They don't like mopping. They don't like whatever. Um, How do you move them from that mediocrity to something that's a little better um, something that they they are able to do like you said maybe not a child that is unable to do that for whatever reason but you know this child is capable of it and they're just choosing not to do it yeah. how do you move that 13 year old 14 year old <laughs> of course you go
3: to the 13 and 14 <laughs>
2: yeah well that's I'm i know it it's right really now.
3: true and you know they're not and and i think a big part of it is putting on these these non-listening ears. Sweet Jody Capehart, who I know you guys know, she's so sweet. And she, I asked her one time, how do you do this stuff? And because they push back with the most ridiculous reasons, I don't know how to. Yes. And it's like, <laughs> I okay. Everyone here knows that you know how to. How to and, wipe a counter? <laughs> I don't right. know how to wipe a counter. Mom. I know. And 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 you're thinking, and they say it repeatedly mm-hmm. because as if repeating it actually makes it true. You that's know, kind <laughs> of, it's that's like,
0: kind of your clue as a parent that right. maybe that's not true. I know, and yeah. and
3: and it's sort of like as if on cue, and you think, are we gonna? do this again yeah. <laughs> and she said to me don't engage don't get in the middle of that stuff say it and walk away and she's like I'm not saying not to love your child but I'm saying let that stuff bounce off and roll like Teflon okay. like don't listen to it and just say yes you do do it do it do it and if it's not done and it depends on the kid you know you can throw in if it's not done by this time sorry you lose this privilege or or whatever system you have in your house that rewards or consequences, what means something to them individually, there's your card. And stay the course, you know, in a loving way. They're Their kids and these teenagers, God bless them.
2: Well, I was going to ask you that because I think the next obvious question is toughness. Because a lot of uh, parents in the Christian community particularly, we don't see that as an attribute, a fruit of the spirit. Be tough with your kids when they don't right. do their chores. It's just not listed there. And uh, so where do we find that ability as a parent to be a little tough on our kids? That's what you're talking about.
3: I think it is. I, I think you have to throw prayer in there. And, and, and because I think in this effort, it really could become about performance, which is something that we all would probably do best to avoid. Um, and so how do you make them go through these, do these things in your home that you would like for them to do for their sake, Mm. and bring alongside with it all the others for their sakes. And there's one who certainly knows the heart and mind of each one of those children. And it's like a lot of prayer goes into that. Where do I push? Where do I pull? Please let me not make it about performance because I could have it be about the clean bathroom. What's going on in this day? Why are they pushing back like this? Is it teenage whatever that is, you know, where (laughs) it's not all firing correctly? And if it is, give them a break. You are loved. You know, it's one of those fine lines.
2: Um, you talk about a, a story with your son pumping gas, which I, you know, I thought about that the other day. Yeah. My two boys are capable of that, but I rarely have them get out of the car because yeah, it's so much the tire faster. Too,
3: you know, there's things.
2: But talk about the story of pumping gas. What was that about?
3: Well. <laughs> why would you pick that one
2: because it embarrasses
3: us <laughs> so, well it was such an embarrassing day so
2: many moms are going to
0: relate oh to this.
3: my goodness that morning was one of those you know how you have the classics where everything is going wrong and we couldn't find anything walking out of the house i may not have found my clothes that morning and i could have been doing what i often do possibly driving the carpool in my pajamas and <laughs> then i get in the car and it's on e like the like the orange E that had been on the there for a while, on. which you all may not do that. No, but we do that. I've decided it's how a mom lives on the edge. You know, yeah. how long can you go on Will e? I really run out of gas? <laughs> yeah. <jail? laughs> we pull up at the gas station, and and I'm like, get out of the car and pump the gas. He's sitting there going, I can't get out of the car and pump the gas. So I'm like, yes, you can. Get out of the car. And by this point, you know, he's complaining, opening the door. Oh, I can't pump the gas. and, and He's so never
2: he's, pumped the gas before, maybe?
3: I don't, I don't think at that point he had pumped the gas, but he was <laughs> so doing it.
2: He was was accurate. But he
3: could. I know he can. I mean, how hard is it? You put the card in and then you pull it out. Well, we had to go through this exercise with me in my pajamas yelling out the crack in the window. And by this time, everyone at the gas station is watching us. I mean, it was horrifying. And he puts the card in, pulls the card out. You know, he's like, you're putting the card in. And I'm like, stop doing it with the card. It won't work, you know? And so, I mean, it was a traumatic experience for, for literally everyone involved. I'm so glad. I thought that one I might have seen on the evening news. You know, they do have cameras out there. (laughs) But at the end of the day, he did pump the gas. It's not that hard, all right? But the pushback, the pushback is almost always there. Does it ever end?
0: Okay, so Danny, that story uh, of Kay talking about pumping gas, I recently saw a sign that said you got to be 18 to pump the gas. Maybe this was just Uh, you know, a random rule at one place in particular, but I thought, well, that makes sense. If you're going to be unattended, Mm -hmm. you better be an adult doing this because there are adult consequences if you spill gas, regardless of all that. That's my firstborn. I got stuck on that (laughs) issue. Um, I'm sure that people resonated with this this whole scenario. So talk to the parent who's thinking, I tried everything I could think of and it didn't work.
1: Yeah, and I, I think in those cases, there's, there's something else behind that. Is, is there a relationship issue? Are there any consequences that you've built in where, where, where you're stopping a certain behavior and creating a new one? So mm-hmm. consequence and punishment has its, has its day in the sun, right, for a moment, where you stop a behavior, but you want to create a new one. Many times as parents, we stop there, and we have a consequence or we have a threat. And then that's it. That's our that's our method. It's there, there's a consequence, and then there's an opportunity to teach the next step. So, for instance, I had a parent come in with with a son that had just a, a tremendous uh, attitude towards his parents. He didn't he didn't want to do anything they told him to do, and they were frustrated. They, were, they had tried everything. They said, Hey, can you help us with our son? He is just Very defiant with us, he won't help out in the house. And there was hurt that he was carrying into those other interactions and Mm -hmm. was trying to get back at them. It was a revenge, and that was he was a very motivated kid, it was just a different type of motivation. And they would say, Oh, he's unmotivated, when really he is. We need to repair the relationship first, so pay attention as to whether or not that's the cause of this. The other thing is maybe you can create a celebration as a family and as 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 a group say hey this is our goal to maintain these things we're doing our jobs let's have a marble jar or a jar filled with paper clips where we're keeping track of us all contributing and at the end of that we want everyone to contribute to, to a really good way to celebrate we've done we've talked about it here in this podcast before ways to celebrate and creating that rhythm and you do get most personality kids getting into that rhythm. And again, a strong willed child, sometimes you need to get some help and, and find a counselor to help you get unstuck if they're unmotivated.
0: So have the conversation, celebrate the wins where you can, and pray, pray, pray. (laughs) Well, for more insights, uh, stop by our website. We have a really uh, rich website full of terrific resources. One in particular ties right into what we've heard today from Kay Wyma. It's Cleaning House, a Mom's 12-Month Experiment to Rid Her Home of Youth Entitlement. It's a terrific book. We've got it here at the ministry. Uh, Donate and support the work of Focus on the Family today. Help us help parents worldwide. And when you make a one-time gift or preferably a monthly pledge of any amount, $5, $10, $15 a month, uh, we'll say thanks for being a part of the team by sending a copy of that book to you. All the details are in the show notes. And while you're in the notes, be sure to look for uh, one of a number of free articles that we have for you. It's called Teaching Kids Life Skills. And plan to join us next time as we hear from Allison Botke. Uh, She'll be talking about trusting God even when your child is struggling. On behalf of Danny Huerta and the entire team, thanks for joining us today. I'm John Fuller, and this has been the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast.